So if you're a recent listener to the show, what you might not realize is that anybody can contact us and suggest a topic for us to rank. Um, you also, yeah. yeah, you also, yes. Yeah, so Chris, if you're a new listener to the show, you still haven't listened to the show. So I, this might be news to you uh, most of all. The listeners love it though. Exactly. Uh, which is funny because uh, suggesting topics for us is actually a much more thankless task than it would be on any other podcast because we certainly take the suggestion, we turn it around, and almost always we end up ranking a slightly different idea than the person actually suggested. I'm in the podcast and I didn't even realize that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the person who gleefully, happily makes sure that that's the case, um, I was across it. Um, so, uh in a particular stitch up um, today, we're fielding a suggestion from uh, Carell, who is one of our most active, um, not uh, engaged listeners on our Facebook page. Hi, Carell. Hi, Carell. And um, we super appreciate uh, you listening. Um, you suggested, and it's an interesting suggestion, the idea of basically nature as it is contained in the urban environment. So, you know, the boxing and containing of nature. Uh. I. I absolutely do not want to rank that today because uh, before I can, before I think we can have any frame of reference to rank that, I um, want to. I think I want to rank one of the ideas that also actually I've just been wanting to rank this one really soon and have brought it up a couple of times in the um, past uh, episodes when we've been talking about other stuff, which is just is the idea of natural. Natural. Thought it might be. It's time to rank it. Okay. Welcome to the Rank Ideas podcast, the greatest podcast coming from Braddon, Australia. Definitely better than the Braddon Boys with the Z on the end. Yeah, we get it, Braddon Boys, and we're coming for you. We're crown. coming for you. Sure, you might, you might frequently outrank us on any uh, podcasting lists in terms of popularity or boys-ishness. And their production is fantastic. They're great, actually. Really funny, too, man. Mm, but with with a heart. Yeah. They really... <laughs> uh, Brad and boys. Brad and boys. Um, yeah. Forget about the Brad and boys, because you're here <laughs> on the Rank Ideas podcast, presumably by mistake. Uh, it's the podcast, uh, the second best pro- podcast in Braddon, um, and what we do is we rank... All human ideas on an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today, we're ranking... Natural. As an idea. Yeah, the idea of a thing being uh, either the way uh, that something was universally intended to be or not that, so natural or unnatural. Um, We can decide about whether we should express it as natural or unnatural on the list or whether just the idea of natural gets everything we need into it. But yeah, basically, tell me if I'm missing anything from this... um, description but yeah the idea that there are things which are not just a part of quote-unquote nature because even things being defined as nature is to me is a subset of the idea of things being natural right Mm -hmm. the idea that there are things that are as um intended or as correct from either some type of um intelligent design aspect of the universe or from some uh condition that is uh that was that was and is correct, and uh, I think and can only be other by being perverted in some way. Um, the fact that I find this so hard to actually um, put out, like, feel that you get into the semantic weeds as soon as um, you even start to try and describe it, um, 
so, you know, is, is a thing that I've thought about a lot around this idea, which is why I wanted to rank it and probably gives you a hint as to where I think it's going to rank versus high or low. But Chris, am I missing anything from the definition or would you define it differently? No, it's, it's great. I, I guess, um, th- there's, there's so many different, uh, entry points for the idea of, of natural, because it's something that you, you see used all the time that I guess the, the starting point I'd like to go on is like, is that there is a nature that exists that is that is somehow um, separate from the things that like that like that, that can be separated na- from anything? Yeah, yeah, that there is nature and not nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I find that so funny. It reminds me of um, I saw the guitarist Bob Brosman once um, many years ago. He's, he's a fantastic guitarist, and um, Leah Ginevan, who's um, a, a doctor, I think in the NT at the moment, but one of the most incredible people I've ever come across. She was sitting in front of me and Bob Brosman was testing and the sound is like, and I've got to say the physics in this room are perfect. And Leah just under, under her breath said, the physics throughout the universe are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, I just thought that was so good. And uh, that sprang into a 12 album collaboration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it, but, but the, it, it, it's, it's something that comes up a lot. The idea of nature being a contained or discrete or something that only occurs in certain states or it must be a certain way. Um, and, and, uh, particularly now when we're at a time where we've sort of, you know, what, what is, what is considered nature is external to what, uh, humans are doing like in some way, like yeah. as, as a popular cultural concept. Um, the idea that humans aren't nature yeah, or, exactly. or that we might be, but certainly the product, like things that we, things that we, the things that we take and the, the state of change that we affect on the material world makes it not nature. Unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. Like as though New York isn't just a beaver dam, like that's it from, from our own. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah, the, I, th- I think that those ideas, like they obviously, like the, using that as a handle, obviously has a, is an extremely useful function for many people in that they in that it's utilized a lot. But I think it it uh, speaks to a divorce from reality at its core that is 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 ultimately much more harmful than than useful. Also, is it used for good? Yeah, is it ever used for good things? I mean, I guess I mean, it depends what you think is a good outcome. I mean, any bad idea can achieve a good outcome. That's true. Like that's why we don't know, in different contexts. But that's, that's not what we want. That's why the build list, our world off. That's the that's that's why the ranked list is obviously the perfect format for ideas because you don't have to decide if something is good or trash, just whether it's better or worse than the other ideas on the list already. Mm. But yeah, the uh, yeah, um, food, I mean, may as well start with just my full initial thoughts on the idea, which is that the idea is just, it just feels like it's a, um, it's a tautology and a, and a logical fallacy and a paradox, like all, anything that you could get tripped up on. It's all of those things at once, um, Mm. in a way that, uh, never gets looked at, doesn't commonly get looked at because it's such an internalized idea. Like of all the ideas, it's super catchy. And some of the ideas that we've ranked low on the list have been ideas where we've gone, Oh, they're sexy and catchy. If they exist, they will be prevalent and they're not so great. So they need to go low because, mm. um, whereas, yeah. And I think natural to me, my first instinct so that this one is like the outcomes of this, are just at the very least, they just really make you internalize an idea that doesn't make sense. Like, and again, I'm talking about logical sense. We have logic ranked in a decent position. Like we weren't like, we weren't holding up logic as like top 10 material, but I think it's in our top 20. Um, and has utility, but yeah, the idea that something, here's where I get, here's the trip up. And you know, this is uh, obviously 
it betrays a certain literalness of my brain, but um, something is natural or unnatural. Often people are using that to talk about how things are happening that shouldn't be happening yeah. or that aren't good to happen. That's I was going to say exactly that. It's, it's, it's the most common thing is to lean on it as an argument against some, yes. something or, or for something, but totally. an argument. And before you get into all of the cringe inherent in that, you and uh, the idea that actually the better way to argue against something is just why to set is just to have an argument against it rather mm. than you know rather than saying that it just shouldn't be the case because um, immediately reminds me of fairness in that exact same yeah. thing or, or rights or other things where where there's it sort of serves as a little uh, barrier that's not quite based on the content that you're talking yes. about which prevents people from connecting because uh, I mean you could point at any human behavior and and at some point, I'm sure someone will have argued that it's not natural. Like exactly, but it's very existence is evidence <laughs> of, of, of its naturalism. You would think, but well, this, um, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. Number one, the idea that there are things that should be the case and shouldn't be the case, and then there are those things that shouldn't be the case sometimes exist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make logical sense, right? Yeah. If it shouldn't be the case, then it wouldn't be. Yeah. Like if you believe in things being natural, then everything would have to be natural logically. Yeah, yeah. In which exist. case, it, it just erases itself as a concept. Exactly, it's a self-erasing concept. You would, you in the the logical implications of the idea are that you would have natural things or imagined things. Mm. You wouldn't have unnatural things in the world. And it's it's a it's a famous fallacy that the naturalist fallacy. That, yes, that, that, yes, yeah. I did. Yes, I'm. I'm uh, I was going to try and pass this off as my own thoughts, but uh, this is why <laughs> this is why I have Chris Andrew here as a check and balance on my uh, um, despotic uh, ego driven attempt to stamp uh, the common logical fallacies of it from any textbook. I also like own. to think that I add something to the podcast and our friendship. Um, that's I mean, what I like to think. Okay, well, look, <laughs> um, I, was, I can tell you which cognitive fallacy that is. <laughs> Chris, I think you do great. I'm just, I have the Braden boys in my mind as a oh, benchmark the for, boys. for what for what someone could be on a podcast. <laughs> um, uh, Yuval Noah Harari in, in Sapiens, he, he talks about exactly this it, it, because I think he's talking about um, cultural arguments against things like, um, oh, what, like, like certain kinds of sex or mm-hmm. whatever as being unnatural. And, and uh, my, co- my common, my uh, constant, Disavowal of improv comedy as being unnatural is another good one. <laughs> um, and he t- but he talks about um, like how flies, so flies have wings, obviously, but they think that they evolved, like the insects evolved, uh, uh, you know, little sort of discs at their back to absorb more sun so they could get mm. more nutrients. And so, and then they, they, those, those grew because they could get more energy and then they started to glide and then the ones that you know evolved the mutation to move them you know could do more with that etc and so it's unnatural for a fly to be flying around it should just be using its wings for you know yeah gathering solar energy or whatever um and just just that sort of stupidity around um any any of the cases that you hear uh, for things for behaviors being natural and because of course like and and it's it's only like I think it's interesting that we're having this conversation off the back of the last episode where we're talking about um, gene editing. Yes. Um, because it's it's gonna it's it's gonna height like as our capacity to do things that are um, distinct and significant modifications to um, you know our birth condition or whatever. Yeah. Um, outside of just shape, we're, you know, we've done sort of everything to shape our external environment in specific ways that change our lives. But now we can, you know, there's even more that we can do. Um, I think it's going to intensify the. The, the 
the rate at which we see arguments of things being unnatural. People are gonna people are gonna be alarmed on that basis, and you know, obviously, the the observable thing is a lot of people's um, need to have a cleavage between the unnatural and the unnatural. Part of it comes from people having um, mythologies or belief systems that they ascribe to, which at one which at the thing about a lot of belief systems is that they have to not just account for every uh, aspect of the world that's observable when they're formulated. They also have to kind of close off the idea that there can be new, that there will be new and unexpected yeah. ones because otherwise they're, they undermine. I mean, on paper they wouldn't have to, but that's kind of the trend. You kind of go, all right, um, I, the um, interlocutor between you and the mythology have accounted for everything in the, in the world and for why it's good or bad or how it works. And so then any, new thing that is introduced or thing that seemed to be new and different would undermine my authority. So I need to, it needs to be disavowed or explained to, I mean, on paper, if you were a creative enough mythologizer, you could just, you could just incorporate it. But usually that's not what happens. Usually people freak out a bit about new stuff mm. on that basis and use the concept of unnaturalness um, in that uh, way. Also, it's, that's just a subset of the more mundane thing, which is just people think of their, um, childhood or life experience to date as normal and new things as being uh, not just new but um, a perversion or an unsettling um, yeah yeah as a just as a distraction part of it is you reckon part of it is just that you know as a predictive organism you end up just you spend a lot of time thinking about what the world's going to be and what your life's going to be and then whatever happens is absolutely never that that feels wrong. And some sort of distance that you have to correct. Feels like a wrongness. And you've got two directions in which you could correct it, and it's easier to correct it by saying that every that the things that feel wrong are wrong rather yeah. than, you know. Rather than that you just had a crappy prediction model. Yeah, which we all have. Yes, which we all have. <laughs> and, and are very invested in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I think it, the interesting thing for the idea of naturalism, even the, like, you know, if, if we think of, like, the most – literal and I suppose common application of like the natural world, you know, the virtues of that might be seen to be like, well, we understand that it's important to preserve um, a kind of nature as it existed prior to the significant interventions that we've made. So we have national parks and that's where you go to see nature and that's, and it's important to protect nature in that form. Even that is a really, I think, um, terminally flawed uh, handle for for engaging in that information because because it preserves this idea that um, that that there's a natural world that is static, um, mm. desirable in a specific state, which which is there, which is then protected with resources and mental energy over um, the things that may be perhaps much more important, like having stable. Uh, like having, like being able to curate a stable system that incorporates large biodiversity for, for whatever other end that you might want to have, or like you know reduces fires or dominance of one species. Like you know, like any any national park that you look at today, ten thousand years ago could have potentially looked entirely different. Two hundred thousand years ago certainly would have looked Presumably, entirely different, yeah. and um, you know, millions of years ago, not even the same, it's not even in the same location on the planet. So it's, it, it's like, it's absurd to think that you can have a snapshot that, and protect something. And, and that may be, desir may be a desirable behavior to do for other reasons. And if so, it's important to argue it upon those reasons and make the decisions accordingly rather than to be wedded to uh, specific exactly. ideas of natural. Yeah, exactly. The idea, it gets in the way of better arguments for yeah. things like protecting ecological which there are absolutely wonderful there, cases there, for. There are just so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and as you say, it leads you to 
it just leads to a misapprehension of what reality is. And that's a good example. You end up thinking of um, nature, quote unquote, A, as its own thing and B, as a, as a thing that doesn't, like, it ignores the fact that the ex- extreme radical changes to um, the planet, its environment, its creatures, its animals is is would have is the norm and would have been the norm without humans happening to exist. Mm. Um, and yeah, and again, if you want if you want to conserve things, there are arguments for doing that. Um, and you know, it's like you can conserve things just because you like them as much as anything else, but um, or because they have specific um, use or value to the world that you're in. Also, everything, all things at some point will be gone forever. Mm. Um, and the, you know, that's, that's not a reason to just relaxedly like destroy them. But also it's a, you know, to me, that's a reality that I think would be more usefully contended with even, and, you know, taking away from the nature example, just, I think we talked about this before on the podcast, like just people's, how much people's existential angst about their life or society seems to come back to the idea of a stress about, oh, I feel like the thing that I know of as the world is at risk of disappearing forever. And obviously, like, if more people could just assess, if we could just, as a society, assess just the reality that, yes, that is the case. Mm. That will happen. It's happening. It will. It, it's hap- And also, it happened to your parents. And, you know, you, you, weren't, as, you weren't necessarily as stressed about it happening to them because you were <laughs> yeah. able to assess it as well. Yeah, no, now it's the world that now it's me and my world. Is and these things are in better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it always, I'm, I'll never stop bringing up that guy who was worried about his kids spending all their time on their tablets, computers. And so he regressed all the technology in his family's house, but he regressed it to 1982 because that's when he was a kid. Yeah. And so he had them just playing. They, he didn't have them outside playing. He just had them playing like first gen Ninten- oh, Nintendo entertainment fantastic. systems. That's that's the optimal example of this. And, watch, and watching VHSs. Yeah. Being like, yeah, this is the natural state. Yeah. But it's all it's always that you know you take it you know and it's unless people want to literally become primordial ooze again, and I'm sure that that's a online community. Yeah. Um, I, I think I gen really are into that idea. <laughs> um. What other? What else do we need to talk about with this? I feel like it's it's one that I could just happily go off on for a bunch of time. Yeah, I, I mean, all these examples keep floating into mind of egre- like egregious outlier f- failings that that have gained great popularity. But um, yeah, I don't think what's good about it. Yeah, I think that's what we've got to we've got to, to to test it. We do need to talk about what's good about it. Um, I can't see anything that's good about it that isn't. Um, eclipsable by a bit, by another superior idea, like the but, idea- no, but isn't just full of holes. Yeah, like- right. Like it's just there's just a there's just an inaccuracy to it at the heart of it that is mm. hard for me to get past. As in, it doesn't model anything accurate. Like like flawed- I guess I guess if it was used in, if it it was used perfectly as a word and concept, then it could it could be good. Like the, could, because it is good to have a, a north star guiding idea of that we are in a world of. That, that has rules and mechanics and those are dynamic and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, ever-changing and things are not fixed. I mean, most things aren't fixed and, you know, there, there is sort of a, you know, there, there is a, um, there are guiding rules of physics behind and, you know, chemistry and biology and observable um, trends that, and, and the ways in which inter- things intersect can be, yep. can be predicted in some ways and not predicted in other ways. And I think that that, like framing that as, um, a natural state. Uh, it, there's, I think there's some 
benefit to that, but it's not. It's that's not the usage of the term. It never gets used that way. And I think it's uh, yeah. There's there, probably other ways of have covering that. There is a useful thing in my life, like a thing that I like, which is you know, um, I think protects me from the extremes of a lot of negative emotion or um, existential freefall around things, which is just just you know to learn about why systems are the way they are and why things are going on and and realize that yeah, it's, as as much as complex and chaotic the systems are. It's for me. It's it is nice to have moments of looking at systems and going like, well, if if all of this, then of course this, you know, mm-hmm. as in yeah, this is happening, you know, things are happening for quote unquote reasons, not like capital R reasons with some kind of you know, no, that things don't have a point. Yeah, but they did. But my mum's very fond of saying, well, everything happens for a reason, and <laughs> which, it, it kills me. It's just so literally true in a way that is like yeah that's that, that <laughs> yeah, idea is, yeah, yeah as a, a, but again that version of it has nothing like again there's no there isn't a like there isn't observe there's observably not a point to the universe but well there's certainly no evidence for one but there are phenomena that are causing other phenomena and that's mm. um some you know the idea yes i suppose everything is happening for a reason <laughs> exactly like i don't have to be um at the very least, I don't have to be baffled or stressed out about the idea of like why is this happening it's like yeah. well because a bunch of stuff happened previously that then led to that you know and and that can be useful for, i guess why that sh- that why that's useful for me is um taking out things that humans are otherwise good at which is putting like a moral or character narrative on oh this happened because the potentially great humans failed at their duty of being great or um or because you know some evil force was evil you know mm. um, also good force failed to be force good it's like no it was just it was just a bunch of stuff happened and that led to the thing which i i get is stressful for other people some people find that stressful but for me i find that comforting but yeah but again none of that you don't need natural for any of that um we've already got cause and effect up in a okayish spot and some other things yeah i mean the, the the best example of the utility of natural that i can think of is its phenomena in society as something to point to to say like look this is this is a type of trap to thought trap to to be wary of <laughs> yeah don't, they, the best thing about the idea is to have the idea to say why you shouldn't have the idea yeah yeah <laughs> so i think we're looking low it's pretty low so our bottom five on the list um we've got uh in descending order so from least least trash to trashiest we've got asceticism faith fulfillment good and evil and ideology at the bottom um it's a real some real bad ones, I do think, because above asceticism is rights, which I think this feels worse than that to me, um, just because I... They often come together. Yep. Natural it's rights. It's true. I just feel like the rights and the arguments thereof, I mean, you know, it's it's going to be low on the list no matter what, but I feel like there's a little bit... I feel like just having the idea of it in the world doesn't do as much active... Um, yeah, I would, brain, say, I would say over wrecking. time, natural has been a, a longer, uh, like a... a, a more infectious um, cut. And and caused, as you say, like just, I mean, I feel like in our attempt to devil's advocate ourselves, I don't think we've pointed out some of just, yeah, just the sheer deep and vast and breadthy horror of being able to label things as unnatural in terms of just mm-hmm. what a cheap, lazy, easy way it's been to just like persecute people. With that, yeah, with such extraordinary consequences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that, we, that we haven't really gone across, but, uh, you know, the our audience can... Soul for X, I'm sure. Yeah, and I and you know, as a thought contagion, because I see, you know, I can I can imagine listeners at home just being like, well, it doesn't, you know, I, I I can keep these logical separations in my mind, but and I'm sure you, our listeners, can, um, maybe not as well as the Braden Boys audience, but we 
have a good. It's the same audience, sadly. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, there's a ve- I our mean, audience the, is a small subset. That's of the it. Brand the Venn diagram overlap yeah. between yeah. Um, <laughs> all other, po- you know, any other podcast and the Braden Boys. <laughs> it's always gonna be strong. But the, um, uh, yeah, it's interesting to me how often I see um, a combination of the nat- of natural and good and evil as ideas, just kind of subtly watermarking people's assessment of society, even people who aren't people who wouldn't think of themselves as having a sort of mythological, mythological. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the insidious part of it. Cause it's an absolute binary based on nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, so not based on nothing, but lo- like logically and rationally based on nothing. Totally. And it's a, it's a, it's a motivated reasoning placed on anything. Like I, it's, yeah, it's gross. And I feel just always just lurking right behind the idea of, um, something unnatural having occurred is the idea of someone evil having done something evil, mm. you know, a, a villainous, a, dev, a devil narrative, basically. Like, or, just or the, even less than that, just wrong. Just like wrong. something being yeah, wrong. Yeah. Totally. Um, and as you say, with nothing behind it. So, and that's, that's one of the fun things of being <clears throat> a student of uh, like a casual student of history is that like things that you could see that people in contemporary society think of as unnatural or wrong are literally things that have happened all the time. Just or so like, often. Yeah, yeah. Or, and have at some point been at the centre or focus, like you Almost know, default. the most worthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. a default phenomenon. Yeah, like yeah. If, if, thing, if you put some things in a room, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really, um, it's really rewarding to see that and then to sort of settle down about exactly. know, the, when you see those arguments and then extrapolate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's below um, rights. I yeah. think that's fair. Well, what's, um, what's, what would that, is fourth last, what, what's below that? So that was fifth last, that was uh, sixth last, fifth last is asceticism. So we've got, um, yeah, I we'll probably just have to, let's just do this. I think it's below asceticism. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's worse. I think asceticism t- takes in a kind of naturalism to it, which like. Mm, good point. Yeah. Yeah, it would, would be slightly. So if, uh, again, just because it's. Um, a word that everyone's familiar with. So asceticism is the idea that there is um, transcendence through ordeal, often physical ordeal, but just the, you know, the restriction of things that you might otherwise enjoy doing um, is a good thing, is just inherently a good thing to do or has benefits. Yeah, which Um, is distinct from the fact that hardship can bring benefits or that you can work hard to get something or suffer through something and get a consequent, learned consequence, but it's not... It's not in. It's not. It's the inherent. It's the poison of the inherent. Exactly. Um, virtue of that. It'd be great. Just to be, be clear. Yeah. If you want. If you want a um, even more brilliant um, forensic uh, dissection of that, just hit, hit up the episode about it. Asceticism by Rank Ideas. Um, the yeah. And I, as as I say, I think anything in the ranking, anytime you can clearly see something would be would have its worst edges taken off by having the other idea below it, like. Um, mm. Then then that makes it pretty so, clear. So what's 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 so, below asceticism currently? Um, faith. Um, so it's the bottom four are faith, then fulfillment, then good and evil, then ideology. You know, I almost think that it could be below faith because, um, faith is at least something that people are consciously taking as, as a belief. As, as, as not, as not evidence-based. Yeah. Whereas I feel like natural and natural doesn't have that. Like when people make that declaration, they're not saying I, they're not, uh, they're not giving it the fragility of a belief. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. They're just yeah. They're internalizing. Like, well, we know that. <laughs> yes, they're internalizing something as so, and it's and in a way that and and the whole frame of this means that they're literally doing that about something that is not so. Mm. And again, so, what's below faith? Fulfillment. I think fulfillment, good and evil, and ideology are, are very hard to beat. They're a ripper top three. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they man, it's like sucky. It's a sucky bottom, but I do think naturalism make, is good company with these. Mm-hmm. Um. 
life. So again, if we apply the same test and there might be other factors to bring in fulfillment, the a lot of... Um, is it made better or worse with... It's made with the concept of naturalism. It's arguably made worse with natural because yeah. because then you're baking into the idea of fulfillment the idea that there are that there are ways you should be fulfilled like yeah. that the end end goal of we hate fulfillment the, as much as we do because it puts an end state concept onto existence, um or or um puts an end state concept and obviously existence does have an end state but it puts the wrong it puts the idea of a um narrative end state. Uh, yeah, on I was about it. to say I feel like fulfillment is kind of a narrative function of naturalism. That yeah, the idea that there's a way the it's really true. The idea that you're on a which potentially it, it depends if it's more insidious and harmful as to whether it goes stays below or above it. Yeah, because because that's I think where we are now, I think right? naturalism's broader. Yeah. Um, I would have it below for film. I would have it below. Yeah. Great. All right. Um, Jeez. It's, it's this is great. This is yeah. Um, good and evil. So we've got good and evil and ideology are the only things that could. Have a chance of being worse. I feel so. like they're both worse. Mm. Um, I think the fact that what well, literally what I was saying before, yeah. uh, the biggest, the biggest, the biggest thing that unsettles me about naturalism is the idea of the specter of good and evil hanging behind it, which suggests that it's that good and evil still worse. And mm, I do think it. I do think natural makes ideology worse. Would be the argument, but yeah. I. Mm, I think, I think it's. Uh, I'm struggling to keep this in mind because, of course, I, I think I'm thinking natural. Everything's natural, so it, it must be the broadest thing in the world. But I think, in terms of its usage, it's yeah. not as broad as insidious function as good and evil. Yeah. Um, it, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be uncomfortable with it sitting second last. But I don't think it could be worse than ideology. In yeah. Its, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I think you're right. I think good and evil still worse than it because of how much it, good and evil and ideology, the reason they're at the bottom is that they are, um, you know, they only exist to be organizing principles for how you live your life. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they do so from, you know, they, they have an idea. I mean, and, you know, this is the thing, the biggest, the biggest change to my brain from, uh, doing the podcast so far has been just my increase, my my increased like obsession and veneration with the idea of calibration and adjustment, you mm -hmm. know, as as just the things that are good ideas. Well, you know, we haven't ranked either of them yet. So and if you, yeah, and if, but if you don't have them, it's it's very difficult to navigate. Yes, uh, you 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 end I, up. I, I love the idea that at some point, oh, you know, I'm 28, and I actually have I've figured everything I've figured out, and everything nothing else out. needs to be done. Exactly, and I feel like. The under ideology obviously is the is the ultimate expression of yeah. figured everything out. Yeah. Um, I have a worse, you know, here's how society should be organized. It wouldn't have to be that way. Um, maybe, but it's pretty. Yeah the the idea of um, yeah, it's just too. It feels too proven at this point that ide you know that ideological drive like ideological ideation just leads you to. Being deciding that you know what's <laughs> that that you're done. It's it's an inhibitive shorthand. It's on, an inhibitive shorthand. Yeah. Good and evil is um, even yeah. Good and evil is like natural. It is a um, conception. It is a tool used to conceive a reality that is flatly at odds with what reality is, and um, one that and every and the things that I hate most about um, 
it's. I think good and evil might be worse because it has that. It's, it is worse. It has that virtue in it. Like it's, it's got the. It puts virtue it, into. There's it. a moral component in, in, in addition to. If, if you natural had nat- natural, if you had natural and natural, but you didn't have the virtue idea, then you wouldn't have as much of a tool to yeah. make to bring suffering to people or to yeah. attack or yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's good. Third Great. last. Wow. There you go. Cool. I mean, as always, I was prepared to have. Um. My uh, conceptions uh, blown up there. Well, again, the cool thing about the list is that it's me like, yeah, we talk about all the goods and bads, but then once we look at it relative to the other ideas, you get the stark, you get more perspective. And I was prepared to be like, uh, look at it and be like, oh, well, actually, it's not as bad as this bunch of stuff, but nah, it's like, it's real bad. Yeah. And if we'd rank this sort of, you know, in the second episode, it would be third. Yeah. Think of it like that. (laughs) So all the natural lovers out there, that's it. just unlucky with the order. Exactly. <laughs> this is why you want to get your suggestions in quick. Yeah, please. Um, think of it like if, if you've got ideas which you think are going to be controversial, get them while they still have a chance to be somewhere in a top uh, 70 rather than, you know, once we have a thousand ideas and they're down the bottom. Once we have a hundred thousand, once we have a million ideas. hundred's not going to sound so bad. Exactly. Um, apologies that we ha- didn't look at the suggested... Um, Huge apologies, Carol. It just feels like the, that order of operations felt important because I was what a, I think I'd like to commit to do it in the future. Though. I think it's yes, a fun idea. I think it is yeah. a fun idea, and um, I just knew that if we didn't do natural first, then I would just get side. I would do, I would be sidetracking and yeah. spoiling this episode every two seconds, and that seemed um, uh, not good. I do think um, what what we everything we said today will give us and you some hints about what how our discussion of your idea will go but um so look forward to that and don't be afraid to harass us um if we are not getting to it in timely fashion great thanks listeners again for another journey thank you i'm gonna go off and revisit some of my favorite eps of, of the brad and boys, boys. <laughs> sometimes commotion sometimes commotion rank ideas